0: This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's T Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, Eldorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972 GO Men's Tea or visit mensteaclinic.com.
2: KNC Masterpiece right here on 1053 The Fan. I want to talk about Marcus Simeon. But real quick, I want to talk about something else. And you can tell me Sonic. if. Mm, yes. Ugh. Is this. I, I really want people's feedback here. Am I just like overreacting? It's not a big deal whatsoever. Get over it. Move on with your life. Oh, no. Is I know what
1: this is about. Look,
2: and I want to know. You talked about the salary cap and Pelicero had it. Rappaport has it is $255.4 million. Huge jump. I think it's going up $30 million, give or take, from last season. And one of the first tweets that I saw on my timeline was Micah Parsons quote tweeted it with four money stack emojis. And I get it. Everybody wants to get paid. Like I, I'm not taking that away from him at all, but I just think, man, like you're trolling or not trolling. You're on social media that much and that hard in your free time. And then you see this and you're like, yay, I want to get paid instead of man. Man who can we get to make this team better? Is that ridiculous overreacting? No, I don't think it's ridiculous,
0: but I would say I'm going to be, I think it's a little overreacting. I think he's just a little immature and can't read a room. Okay. So that's, that's what I would say. Like if not that I would say this to him, I don't want to get fired as his agent. He's about to get like $200 million, but I would just go, gosh, he's just not good at reading the room and where cowboy fans are at right now. Where where the national media covering the Cowboys are at right now, he just he doesn't get it. Like Dak gets it, right? Dak's about to get three hundred million dollars in the next couple months. Like I do think he's going to get close to a five year three hundred million dollar contract. He's not going to tweet out or social media or do an interview. Dak stayed away from all interviews after that game. He did the he after the game. He was professional. He did his interviews, and he's like, I'm not talking again until we show up to Oxnard.
1: Yeah. And what is what is usually his approach whenever asked about contracts? Uh, I'm going to let my agent – I'm right, going to yeah. pay my agent for right. a reason. You know, I'm going to let him take care of all that. I'm I'm going to focus on football.
0: Yeah, and so but Micah just he doesn't – still
1: gets destroyed. Dak yeah. still gets destroyed, like no matter what. He's going right. to take it, the brunt of
0: it. But he just is quiet about it. Right? He's not going to address it. He's just going to whatever we say, whatever they say. He's just going to – I don't – Not dealing with that, Micah now is going to take heat, and what what is Micah going to do? Create a podcast about it for an hour and forty five minutes. So, like that's a bunch
2: of hating ass haters. That's
0: what that's what he does, and that's who he is. And it's fine. He's a great football player. He's an individually great football player, but understanding the room, reading the room, being a leader, being a great teammate. He's not. He's not the worst. Yeah. But he's just not good at that, and maybe he can grow into that. He doesn't understand it at all. He's a young man who doesn't read the room well in this situation.
1: Now, this sounds weird to ask this because he made $2.4 million last year. Compared to the other guys in the category that he was in, let's say he was second-tier second, second tier defensive end edge rusher guy, would you say he was second-tier or third?
2: Second. Okay.
1: Was he criminally underpaid at two point four million dollars? Oh, sure. Dollars, and compared that's compared to what those guys are. And that's are making. the nature of a rookie yeah. contract, absolutely. I, I'm I'm with you, dude. Like I don't that's not the first thing I want to see from my dude who is out there not winning playoff games. Like I don't want to be like, dude, I get paid to lose. You know, I get man, look at this. I'm about to get so much money to lose in the first round. I don't want that. Uh I I want uh more of a I gotta go and maybe he was just saying, Hey, that's a lot of money for the league. I mean, if you go back and look at history, Kevin, I think it was thirty-four million dollars in nineteen ninety-four was the first salary cap. Thirty-four
2: footballs doing okay,
1: <laughs> and so maybe he's just going, yeah, we got this is this is amazing uh, comparatively. I don't know, but I my first thought was, I don't want your, I don't want you there. I want you, I want you
0: focused on a winning man. Another yeah. random thing: Shohei just got seven hundred million dollars. Football makes a lot more money than baseball. If there was. The situation that you had in baseball, the rules of baseball were the financial rules of football. How much money do you think Kansas City would have to pay Patrick Mahomes to keep him in Kansas City? Because there's real free agency. Would it be a billion? Would it be 10 for a billion? See, it,
2: it, that's a great question. Because initially in my brain, I thought 10 for 800 million. So I don't think that's a crazy take at all.
0: I mean, they make. I, I don't know the exact numbers. I'd have to go look it up. But they make about five to seven billion dollars more in a year. Yeah. Than the major than Major League Baseball does. And I would just think that if it was a free open market, I'm not saying he would leave Kansas City, but they might be like, dude, to wrap you up to make sure you never hit the market, and you're our guy. Here's ten for a billion, a hundred percent, hundred percent guaranteed, because all Major League Baseball contracts are a hundred percent guaranteed.
2: Now. Ready to switch to the Rangers? Let's talk some Rangers baseball. Let's go to cut number seven. And this gentleman is who we need to talk about.
3: Raises the hands about chin high in the windup, and the pitch is swung on and blasted to deep left field. That is way back. That ball is history. Marcus Simeon hits a leadoff homer on the very first pitch he sees.
2: Marcus Simeon. To play all of the games or to not play all of the games. And we already got a text with people saying, hey, I think maybe part of the slump he ran into is because he played every single day. And listen to this from Bochi. If he's beat up or banged up and needs a day, it's beneficial. But if he feels great and is good to go, I get it. You're not going to feel great all the time, though. And that's the thing is, I do think Marcus Simeon is, oh my gosh, freaking tough as hell. He wants, and I appreciate and love the fact that he wants to go out there every single day for his team. But sometimes I wonder, are you too tough for your own good? How many games, how many
1: seasons do you think he's played 162?
0: I know he's healthy for most of his career. I will guess three. Get Last me? year and two other years.
1: To any
2: guess? <clears throat> yeah, three sounds okay.
1: All right. Y'all are dead on three. Okay. In 2022, he played 161. Like that's
0: that. Do you is, remember how mad he was? Yes, he he, was. he got. I don't want to say he got benched, but Woody felt like, look, it's best right now. You're not hitting great. There's no discussion here. You're getting a day off, yeah. and it, it did not go over well with Marcus Simeon because he feels like I'm here to play baseball. I love playing baseball. I'm not hurt. I'm in the lineup. Yeah, that's a great attitude to have. I want every player on my team wanting to play 162 when they show up for the season. It doesn't mean they are going to play 162, and I want them to be healthy all year. I want everybody to be discouraged on the day I give them a day off because they want to compete that day, but it's best for my team to give a guy a day off a month.
1: The I could see that. I, I took this, this line from Tony Romo a long time ago and – and I was like, man, he's got a really valid point here. And I know it's you're, there's a lot of games in baseball, but Romo said there's a fine, finite amount of time that you get to spend in your career playing games. And we only have a, a few of these. You know, I have 16 games at the time. We have 16 regular season games. I want to try and play as many as I can because I can't do it after a certain age. I won't be able to do it anymore. So in this time span that I can, this is when he had his broken ribs and he's playing against San Francisco. He's like, in this time span that I can play, I want to because I want to take in the moments. These are the fun moments I get to this. I know I get paid to do it, but it's a blast to go out and play this sport as a job. And so I think that's where Marcus Simeon's mindset is, is I only have my career for as long as I have it. Uh, I don't want to miss a thing. Because uh, that at the end, he will be saying, I still miss you, baby. And I don't want to miss a thing. But he oh does. I, I think that that's where his it's less about, hey, I'm tougher than you guys. And more about, I just don't want to miss out on any of these opportunities. And he is a great example to younger players about what it takes to keep your body in shape for that. Uh, and and the mentality of I'm here for a grind. The grind is not just, hey, I'm playing 120 games this year. The grind is 162, and
2: I get stuff out of that. I get good things out of being there for it all. And I, I like this from Bochi because it, it seems like he understands that, and he said, we're all in this game to play. Some guys just don't want to sit. I've had a lot of those players. There's been quite a few battles with those players that I've had over my career. You take them out, and they're not happy. And so I am curious what that happy balance is, like you said. You want to play every single day. Marcus Simeon wants to play every single day. Is is there a happy medium when they're like, hey, if you play 154 games, that's the whole season. Like, like Buster Posey played I, I guess
1: 148 to 140 for most of his career for Bochi. And yeah. I'm betting he's like, Hey, you I know you want to be out there, but
0: your legs need
1: some rest occasionally.
0: I think that I guess as the manager, you go in and go, That's a great goal to have. And I'm I'm with you on that goal. But yeah we get to june 24th. I'm making up a date and it's a Sunday day game. We just had an 11 inning game. I know there's not like long extra inning games anymore, but you're struggling. You know, I know your knees beat up a little bit. Uh, you know, we have an off day on Monday. Let's let's take this Sunday off. Doesn't this make sense? You're beat up. Your knees bugging you. You get two days of rest. And We'll we'll see on Tuesday. I want you in my lineup. I want you starting the series against the Houston Astros. There's no way I don't want you in that Houston Astros series every game. But would it be best right now to sit out this game against Oakland and give you a little bit more rest, two days versus just the one day? And I think that's the discussion they'll have to have during the season. But I I don't know. I don't dislike. Simeon wanting to play all the games. No, no, no,
2: not not at all, not at all. And it was crazy. I know Corey brought up the stat, and I was like, "Well, I want to look at this." He's played 162 games three times. All right, so we take out 2020 because that was the short year. 60. He played 53? 54. Oh no! But take a look at this. In the last <laughs> fair, actually, it's funny that you say that. He missed more games that season than in the last five full seasons combined. In the last five 162 game seasons, he has missed a total of four games. That's nuts, man. That is crazy because I realize it's 162. But what have we said? The threshold probably is for you played the whole season, like 145, 148. Like in my mind, if you're at that level, you played the whole season.
1: I, who, when we think of here for the grind, this guy, Ranger player. Who's the first guy you think of that's like, he, uh, not a current guy. Oh. Who's the first person you think of that's like. I think like, you think of
0: hardworking guys like no David Murphy, uh, Rusty Greer uh-huh. would be one you would higher, think of.
1: A higher level uh, guy. Just a little bit higher level. Beltray, Michael Young.
0: Michael Young. Okay, that's a, yeah, that's Let's a good go one. go look Sorry, back at his I went over 3 there.
1: <laughs> uh, in 2002, he had 156. The next year 160 160 159 162 156 you have to have now I mean and throughout his career Kevin until until he was traded he played 150 some odd games for the Rangers every year his that's 100, almost 156 155 every year at least but there were years where he's playing 162. that's the mentality of yeah that's what I do I show up for these things. So Kevin, I agree with you, and I agree with Bochi. If it is a hindrance to him, and he is and and he needs a day, then I'll I'll gladly give that dude the day. But if he doesn't want to, I'm not gonna ask. I'm not going to ask him to. I'll, I'm I'm just gonna say I'm gonna let this guy ride this out, and he'll see where it goes from there. No matter what the w- ebb of the wave looks like. Yeah, I okay. think so. He's my team leader okay. too. You know, I gotta trust him. Now that is that does go to what we discussed the other day with uh Randy Johnson. What did Randy what did Lou Pinella tell Randy Johnson? He said, I just need you to be honest with me. I just all I need is you tell me the truth. That way I can manage around it. You know, I can I can do I can deal with it, but if you're telling me that you're fine and you're not, that's when we have a problem.
2: It is a shout-out Friday from the 469. Can I get a birthday shout-out to my beautiful wife, Katie? Happy birthday, indeed. Happy birthday to you. And then from the 214, this takes a turn along the way. Shout-out to my fiance. She got a brand-new car yesterday. But I accidentally hit the side of the car on the way out. What? I feel so bad about it. I hit the side of it by mistake. Fix it. Yes. The situation and the car, right? I mean the I feel like fixing the car is
1: the first thing to fix the situation but yes you got you got
2: to do something You else get out too, there right
1: now you buff it as well as you can paint over it if get one of those little pins if it's just a little
0: scratch I've never buffed my car like with the wax and everything Yeah Have you do, you do this do you do you buff your
1: car So I Is it Tommy Terrifics in my, or is there, is it a, there's another, there's a place out in my neighborhood. Like wax
0: sealer. Like, yeah, somebody else might, like when you say I'll pay 60 bucks for a really detailed detailed, car wash. Yes. But I'm not waxing my car
2: or buffing it or not. Never all that.
1: waxed my car. I've never put turtle wax on there. I've always just washed
2: it and let it ride. I've absolutely ride. buffed and waxed a car, my car numerous times, but that's because I worked at a car wash. You worked washer. at a car wash. That's you know how to do right. it. I don't you have a like clue doing what I'm it. Doing. It's kind of fun sometimes. I like mowing. Yeah, like absolutely. grass, not it, mowing a car. I will say, like,
1: I, when like, I, I, have, de- <laughs> I have detailed the car before, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. for, before long trips, because mm-hmm. I don't like to drive in a car that's dirty, you know, like, on a long trip. So I've detailed the car before, and Kevin, that is a satisfying feeling. I'm Absolutely. Looking through your win- windows, and you're like, man, those are crystal clear right now, and everything, no dust
2: anywhere. I want to ask this question, but I know the answer is no. If you have a shout-out for a birthday next Friday, you need to just
1: text in next Friday. We'll okay. be on air.
2: <laughs> All right. We're the Can- we're, we're on air at least through next Friday. That's a good point. After that, we're the k Masterpiece right G-Bag here. The bag
0: went out there, and they shut down the world. <laughs> that is a
2: good point. I will say this again and again when we get out there. I have apologized to Evan Grant numerous times because we were there in 2020. I went to shake his hand. We were saying goodbye, and he was like, did an elbow, and he goes, COVID, you know? And I thought that he was a germaphobe, and I was like, relax, dude. And then within like a week and a half, I was like, you know what? My bad on that. It was, you're definitely right, and I was definitely wrong. And then after wrong. like four months, you're like, whatever.
0: Right? That- yeah.
2: You know what? You're probably not. You said,
0: I'm coming mood. into work. Yeah, every day.
2: We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, the Combo Platter. Today, we're talking about cards. Give us a sports opinion. And then, what is your favorite playing card game? Mm, 877-881-1053. Did you say Ace of Base? Ace of Spades, the okay. best card. Okay. This could be tough. My favorite
1: playing card is the Ace of oh, the, the Or the reverse. Ace of bass. What did they sing? The Draw B-b-b- Four. B-b-
0: baby. It's like something like yeah. that at the end. I just oh, want your number. another baby. There you go. Thank you.
2: So, if you're yeah, also looking for that segment where I'm going to melt down, this could be it. Next right here on The Fan.
3: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: Mavericks, as we said, six consecutive wins. Kyrie Irving free. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan. I am fascinated about how this segment is going to go because there are already people who are trying to circumvent the rules. So I'm curious about how this is going to play out. Yesterday was, (laughs) yeah, Corey is a rule circumventer for sure. Yesterday was National Playing Card Day. And so our combo platter, give us a sports opinion and then what is your favorite playing cards game? Someone has already thrown out Uno. That is not a playing cards game. We might expand to that in just a second. I'm talking about, like, just regular cards. Oh, like, those but are, not, not P-Knuckle cards, because they eliminate
0: the two through the...
2: As long as it's still played with eight? actual playing cards, that's fine. I have no idea how to play P-Knuckle either. I think you have to be 88. Or older to know how to do that. What
0: about cribbage? You ever played cribbage? I have a lot of times in the clubhouse, so I haven't played in a long time. Is there like a little Yeah.
1: You kinda okay. I've seen this on a show.
0: Things that equal 15. Yeah, I've never I know that sounds cribbage. like that sounds like a Jeopardy uh category, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, I forget a little bit how to play it, but it, it's it's pretty easy to remember. Dude, this is tough because I really feel like we grew up in an era
1: where we were playing cards, some form of card game a lot. Yeah. And I don't know if my kids play as much because my grandparents, when I stayed the night with them, it was all sorts of card games.
0: Solitaire, if you're like, by yourself. They were like, hey, I'm Did
1: tired do of playing easy with you Do solitaire, here. Let me show you how to play this game so I don't have to talk to you for a little while.
2: Now, this one is interesting. I had not even considered this, but now I feel like <laughs> this is always going to be the answer. From the... And there are a lot of texts already from the I don't know from somewhere from the eight one seven. There, were, sorry, the text came in faster than I anticipated from the eight one seven. The Mavericks will reach at least the Western Conference Finals. And strip poker is the best playing card game. Look, it is true. I did not think about that. It feels like that might be our landslide winner. Who wins at strip poker? The person Man. that gets to take Ooh, off all no. their clothes first, or the, the person that. Whoever wins is Doesn't. the less attractive person. Because if you've got someone in the strip poker game who's objectively more attractive than you, good for you. Uh-huh. Like, because even if they just take their shirt off or whatever, you're like, that's better
1: than me. But then if you if you are the one having to take your clothes off, you're still winning because they have to look at you if you're not as attractive. Know.
0: You don't play that with family members. Right?
1: <laughs> but maybe your wife, if you count that. That's- I I know. Uh I'm betting there are some no family reunions. No, game over. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I'll take the loss. I do. I think I played strip poker a couple
2: times in my in my life. When was this, Mike? Have you ever played strip poker? No, (laughs) I thought not. Yeah,
0: in the clubhouse. (laughs) We all just put on a jock strap and we go. Whoever loses, good luck. One hand, high card. Like you're playing without a jock today.
1: Uh, no, it was when I was working it on the border in Garland. And uh, after our shift, we would all. Did your
2: wife work there?
1: No, she did not. What? Uh, we would all play lots of poker. Well, we played a ton of poker. And everybody had different games. And then occasionally, uh, as some of the people lost money and left, the people that were left over mm-hmm. would all kind of get into the other games.
2: Let me ask you a follow-up question about and that. We had been around a couple times. If you're playing strip poker, it's because you're hoping that you'll hook up with somebody in the game, right? Yes. Or you're super drunk. Yes. Okay. <laughs> From the 903, Seeger will win the MVP this season, and Spades is the best playing
1: card game. Spades is a blast, and I think Mike can attest to this. If you play with somebody that knows how to play, you're good. If you play with somebody that doesn't know how to play, you're getting ticked off.
2: Yeah. But if you're playing with somebody who thinks they know how to play, yeah. and then you learn the hard reality in the midst of the game that they do not. And you're like, why do you keep going nil? I don't understand why you went blind nil. It makes no sense. And they're
1: like, because we need points. No,
0: no, we're ahead. We're doing fine. We're right behind now. by
1: 23. You, you have, don't need to go blind
2: nil every you time. Have
0: two aces. How in the world <laughs> am I supposed to cover your two aces?
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my story about this is and Jess knows how mad I was when we left is we played spades with a couple of her friends and they were like oh hey do you want to play spades and we're like oh yeah i haven't played that in like 5 years so that's a fun game and they're like we play every week at i don't know some kind of rec league or some such they barely won in the first game like barely by maybe 11 points or something and they're like yeah we play every week, so we kind of have an advantage. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? We haven't played this game in five years, and you just barely eked by us. And then we played again, and we lost again. And I was so pissed. Were you mad at Jess? I, no, I was just mad at the situation because I just wanted to win and be like, oh wow, well, we don't play in a league every week, but we still won. Uh huh. But we did.
1: But you didn't, so, so you couldn't do I just that. Started, sit there and take it. Did you? Was that at your house or their house? It
2: was at their house.
1: So on the drive home, did, was it real quiet?
2: uh got sitting there. Oh no, it was not quiet. <laughs> I was, I was pissed. Absolutely, I was pissed. All right, do you have a sports opinion and a playing card game that you enjoy? What? This is really interesting. We need a ruling on this. Does a playing card game count if you're making a tower by balancing the cards? Because man, if it does. Dude. How many? How tall? How much of a tower have you built? Fourth
1: level. Wow, that's impressive. And then, I don't my, know how to do it. I I would get about three you and make then triangles
2: first. Yes,
1: I would get about three, and Kevin about this size. About you know about the size of a a <laughs> bread box, but then I would start expanding wide. I was like, I got to build a bigger base, and that's where I always screwed up. That was fun. Yes, I don't think it's a game. I think it's a
2: test. And also the worst kind of people are the people who come by and they're like, oh. And then they get punched in the face. The yes. mom's like, why did you punch yes. your
1: sister? And you're like, because she was being an idiot.
2: Oh, no. To that from the 817. He did that to his sister. Yes, for sure. Mavericks get a championship with Luca and Kyrie in the next three years. And their favorite game with playing cards is Texas Hold'em. And then they added a bonus thing. I've never understood how solitaire works. Now, what I... Chris... You just shook your head yes to that. Do you or do you not understand how Solitaire works? Genuinely, I have no idea. Every time I watch someone play it online, I just kind of freak out.
1: Okay, the, I can easily show you. It's the easiest game. Like, Actually. It really is an easy, fun game to play. So I will, Are it, you colorblind? No. Okay? That helps out. <laughs> you just have that audio. That's I don't great, know why. That's a great point. <laughs> I'm Mike that's, loudly gonna, asking you.
2: We're so going like, to get okay. George W. Bush on or something to talk baseball. The first question he's going to fire I, off is, are you colorblind? I
0: don't know the colorblindness rules.
2: Uh-huh. Can what color does blind, that mean? I
0: don't know. What are you colorblind? Because colorblind people can see some colors. Right. Can they see red?
1: There's like one color in their their RGB that they don't do very well with, and that usually is the bigger problem.
0: Like, can you imagine? But you could still play. You just have to know the shapes of hearts and diamonds and clubs and spades.
1: Can you imagine though, not like driving and not being able to see the color of a a stoplight or a green light? I
2: think I actually heard Skin talk about that once, and he said you just look at the placement of. Oh, he used to work here, but not anymore. You can still reference him, Corey, is you just look at the placement of the light and you'd see it move. Nobody could see my face, Kevin. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) Corey looked horrified that I mentioned somebody who used to work here. All right, we've got we've got a whole bunch of you got a meeting after the show. That's man, crap. Friday dummy from the eight one seven FC Dallas wins the West and spoons is their favorite playing never card played game.
1: spoons. I kind of I,
2: I think you do it on your leg. <laughs> Right? I, I like it. I think that's the different. Yes, I believe or with the you can board? Yes, I believe you're talking about the components that are starting a jug band, but I believe <laughs> they're talking about a different thing right there and not the card game of spoons. Um All
1: right. My sports opinion is that the Rangers will find one new pitcher out of spring training. One new pitcher will be the guy that we look at and go, "Wow, we did not know that that guy was about to be a, a legit starter," and we're going to have a really good confidence in it by the time I'm we get rolled. I'm excited about that. I I have a problem here, Kevin. I love Uno. All right, I love Uno, and there is nothing more fun than slamming down a draw four, and good luck. I'm changing the color of the cards, too. Like, all that. I love that. I also love War. War is an absolute blast. It's an easy game. But there is no game. Those games those games will end relationships. Like Texas Hold'em. Texas Hold'em is the most fun. I, if I could have a card night every Wednesday, I would. Uh, because I, I just love sitting down and having the strategy of it, bidding and playing. Like, when we were in California, we played, and uh, and I knocked out Dawson a couple of times. That was a really proud moment, because I could see yeah. him trying to read me yeah. and everything, and I was like, I got you, dude. I know what I'm... And then he kind of tried to buy back in, and I was like, oh, crap, we're in trouble here. But it was a lot of fun. I love Texas Hold'em.
2: That, that, is, that game is a blast. War, it is very simplistic, but... War and Uno at times can we'll like start to expand this out a little bit. If you want to throw an old maid Uno, like I see some other people putting some stuff that will that will make me disproportionately angry. I think I'm just overly competitive. But the one I hate is I have one card and you have fifteen, and I'm like, dude, it's over. Yeah, like, just let it. I'm be at Uno, over.
1: and then they then they slam
2: them all down. And you're like, holy crap, what's happening right now? Or the person who's waiting and the second any fiber of that card touches and you had two cards, I'm like, oh, no. Like, hey, I haven't even really played the card yet, so let's just relax, okay? Okay, are you ready for my... I am. This is a hot
0: sports opinion here. Ooh. I'm a little bit nervous about saying it. Oh, dear. I'm wondering about the 41-point almost triple-double last night. I think Luke is going to win the MVP of the NBA. Oh, my year. God. Can he Ooh. do that? Like he's he's so fifth in voting there's, right now. There's not a strong candidate right now. How dare you? I, they killed Shea in Oklahoma City. I don't know if that's going to matter that much because it was before the All Star break. It wasn't a bit It wasn't considered like this huge game, but it was a a little bit of like, whoa, the Mavs uh, are different here, and they beat two crap teams along the way in that three games. Right then they. Now just beat Phoenix, and that was on national television for a 41-point, I believe 11, was it a 11 assists, 9 rebounds?
2: I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting so. the other two, but it was really, he's one away from a triple-double. Where do you think he sits in betting odds right now for MVP? Fourth or fifth? He is third. So he's moving up, right? And Embiid is off the board. He can't do it. So it goes Jokic, Shea, and then Luka. I'm... I think that there's a real legitimate chance
0: that you get to the end of the year. And if he has some big games here down the stretch and the Mavericks get to like that four, five seed mix. I think he has a I think all of a sudden with the shine being off of him and I'm tired of Luca and then the Mavericks jump up into a category like, dude, since he has this team, they seem I'm not saying they're going to win every game, but if they go. They're down to 25 games left. Is I that believe, right? I think 26. But Okay. If, if they go 20 and 6 the rest of the way. I can see that. And he's averaging over 35 points a game and pretty much a triple-double type of average. I think the voters are going to go, why shouldn't he win the MVP this year? It's not like Jokic has had. I'm not saying Jokic shouldn't. I'm not saying. But it looks like Milwaukee is playing so bad. Yeah. Uh, since they fired Adrian Griffin, they re- they hired Doc Rivers. They're not playing great. It's not like Giannis is having a great year. Shea is I'm, Shea's great. I'm not trying to take anything away from Shea, but I don't know. Like, am I biased here? Like, Luke is better than Shea Gilgis Alexander. Well, like, the
2: fact that Luke has never won it definitely helps. Yeah. Because he had won it, and I can be like, hey, Shea's coming up in the world. But so no, I hear. You. And if you go 20 and six, I think you're going to grab a top three seed. At 53 and 29, okay. I think you're going to get it.
0: Okay. And I don't I'm not predicting they do that because literally Kyrie and Luca have to Scotty Pippen it and play all the games. Okay. But if he does, if he plays this stretch of games and the nationally televised games, they win all of the nationally televised games against these big opponents and he's putting up forty point close to triple doubles. I don't know how you don't go. Dude, this stretch since the trade deadline, I have to give him the MVP. Yeah, I, I think there's a legitimate chance. I wish when we were in Vegas, I had no clue they were getting PJ Washington. You'd have put Daniel down a Gafford. season bet. Yeah, like, yeah, it'd be like yeah, twenty bucks because his probably odds were like yeah, he ain't gonna do it. And probably like 12, 13 to one. So, anyways, that's my hot take. Okay. Um, card game. I I don't love cards. I don't dislike cards, um,
3: but. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward.
2: Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
0: Look, I go with tops. <laughs> they have cards numbered. So <laughs> every
1: day he's looking at tops. That is, yeah. that is true. I It'll just be you is- about,
0: look, I'll ruin it for you guys, but Uh, Tops right now has an exclusive card out of Evan Carter. It only costs anywhere between $8 and $3 and 75 cents to order. If you order more, the card goes down in price, down to $3 and 75 cents. Like they might make a max of 10,000. They make as many as you order, but like, it's a really cool card. That's what I like. I like Tops.
2: Okay. We will, uh, we will accept that. I like
0: panini too, but Topps oh, is a, the base. I was always brand.
2: an Upper Deck
1: guy, but they didn't carry. over. They still like, make they, Upper they Deck. It's cool. just
0: hockey. If you want to collect hockey, Upper Deck is
2: the hockey. That's true. They were glossy and thicker. You know, they, they had just... wax pa- or uh, metal packs from the two one four. The Mavericks win seventy five percent of the rest of their games. We used to play speed back in the day. A lot of people voting for Speed and Gin Rummy from the 254. So you would, like, get on a bus and play cards no, until not, you got not, to a certain MPH? the Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves, and if so-and-so didn't win 50 games, <gasps> your cards would explode. Somebody said 52-card
1: <laughs> pickup is the, the best. W- did you ever have a friend do that to you? <laughs> yes.
2: And you're like, Oh, do 50- you know
1: what 52-card pickup is? You want to play? No. And then he did that, and he acted like I needed to help him pick up the cards, Wait, and yeah. I was like, no. And his mom came in and was like,
0: yeah, you idiot, you need to
1: pick up those Before
0: computers, and if you didn't have an Atari or a Nintendo, you would, like, you'd learn solitaire. Like, for Chris, he wouldn't learn solitaire because what's the point? There's so many different things to do. (laughs) Yeah. But I remember one of my grandparents or somebody got me the game of Jax. (laughs) <laughs> where I had a rubber ball and some things crazy's. that so much
1: fun and I you love just that game
0: drop the ball and pick up as many of those things in your hand as you could and then catch the ball and I remember doing this a few times and going man the olden days must have stunk
1: oh yeah the paddle you know, like, the paddle with yeah, the ball and that, and I hated that
0: I, like and then that was us as a kid. Like, how do you not like this? 20 years ago, Jack and paddle ball. <laughs> and it was like, Jesus stinks. Slapjack was fun. Thank God we got oh, yes.
1: Nintendo. Lucy loves Slapjack.
0: What is Slapjack? You it's, slap. You, you
1: lay a card down. Lay, keep playing You and then you go. And then I go. Then you go. Then I go. Then you go. You and just and keep slapping a card once, down? No. no once he, once a jack, jack has been thrown down, you slap your hand on top. And now the per- first person to hit it gets all those cards. And so the goal is to have all the cards by the time you're done. Okay. So you, and so you slap your hand. What down. would happen
0: if you it was a king and you thought it was a jack and you slap you, your?
2: I think the other person gets. The so if you ever
0: slap that. your hand down and it wasn't a jack, you lose all the cards. Yep. It's
2: a pretty, had, yeah,
1: it was a fun game. You had to a, a good we, reaction time. At our house, I bet Brock Purdy was. We really do good. play
0: the game Bull S at times when like Mary Grace is back. So that's based off of that movie. How to lose
1: well, a guy in 10 days. Uh, yeah.
0: So we ha- we have played that game at like our that. house, and we have our kids yelling BS. Uh, do they say
2: the word or just B? Uh, no, they, they say Bull. the whole word.
0: Because if you're like, you know, I have four threes or whatever, and then yeah. whoever says BS. But if you do have it, then they have to take all the cards. If if you get caught on your BS, you have to take all the cards. That is, that's kind of fun for yeah. a while. Yeah. It's
1: my grandma was the queen of Skipbo. <laughs> and she had these little boards made for it and everything. I don't know if I...
2: I mean, I know the Skip game Bo you're talking was so about. I don't know fun. if I ever knew how to play that game. She would beat our butts at that game. Chris, do you have a sports opinion and playing card game? Yeah, for my sports opinion, the NHL trade deadline is March 8th. And especially after last night, I think we need a top four defenseman. And I Reed. hope that we get rid of Ty Delandria. Sorry. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, okay. Tolo already said my favorite sports uh, sports uh, card game, and it is No Limit Hold'em. Okay. Ooh. I need to bring him to Las Vegas Hold'em's next fun, time. Dude. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan right now. How'd you like some Mike Likes It? Well, I hope so. Yeah. It's I, me. Yeah. Well, okay. we'll see. So here's my first Mike
0: Likes It. And it's just based off of baseball and spring training yesterday, and MLB Network is bats. So, they've been showing this pencil bat yes. on television quite a bit. You told me, Corey, that Adolis Garcia was using this pencil bat in batting practice? Yeah,
1: there's some videos of him from uh, it's uh, one of our, our Tolos, and Michael Beer, uh, and it's a friend of uh, of Alec Medford, a co-student right. with him.
0: So, this is one of these things where they're custom, so they don't make these for the public. So, you can't really sell them, if that makes sense. Now, I don't know, like maybe... Louisville Slugger in their next metal bat is going to have a pencil bat. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if Louisville Slugger makes that bat. It could be a different company that's making this custom pencil bat. I ask you this. There's always that time, a weekend where like use whatever crazy bat you want to use. And then you see in the home run derby all these unbelievably cool bats. Yeah. Do you think baseball should do that more? Like yes, instead I of it just do. being black or, or brown or, you know, so, I
1: absolutely think they should. should. they have a day for it? or well, they like do, I think all... they do
0: right now. Okay. But I think he used the pencil bat. I believe Philadelphia, was it Alex Baum, I think they yeah. were showing, yep. was using that bat when they played uh, at the, not Connie Mack World Series. What's the little one where the little kids play at? The Little League World Series. Little League World Series. But where's that in um, Pennsylvania, right? Why am I drawing a blank in the city? Whatever. Shut up, Mike. Um, so anyways... <laughs> I just, I don't, here's the deal with bats. If people don't know this, you get paid to use a bat. So when you make the major leagues, when you're in the minor leagues, your agent pays for you to have bats. Or if you're just not good enough, like no agent wants to take you on, the the team provides your bats. Now, I know this is going to be different probably than when I played. They would give you what they were called pro stocks. If you were in the minor leagues, that's Louisville Slugger. That's just an okay bat. It's like, it's a pro bat, but it's not their best wood. Okay. Uh, when you get to the major leagues, whoever you're signing with, whether it's Louisville Slugger or Marucci or whoever it is, um, you're getting their premium bat. You're getting their premium wood. And then you, you get it however you want, size, weight, and all that stuff. But... I'm just wondering what the cost would be because I think it would be really cool if Louisville Slugger, all of a sudden, I'm using this as an example. I have no clue what bat uh, Corey Seager used. I just never have – I know it looks like a bat that's been used seven million times and never broke. Yes. But I just wonder how cool that would be, but yet you couldn't buy that bat as a consumer, so then how does the bat company make money? Because it probably costs a lot more money. I'm assuming, I don't know this, I'm assuming it's costing them about 50 to $60 to get the premium wood, shape the bat, and then give it to the, and usually they come in a box of a dozen to a player. So in spring training right now, I'm going to use Corey Seager as the main example here. He probably has a shipment of two dozen bats that his bat company sent to spring training that he has ready to use uh, during during spring training slash during the season, he will ship those bats that he likes, and sometimes those guys will kind of use the bats. They'll knock on it with their hand and stuff, and then they're like, "Ah, this I don't like this one. It feels too heavy oh. or whatever." And like they they'll Corey use Seeger,
1: Did you say Corey Seager uses two
0: bats a year? I don't think he does. Last, year, but last I felt year, like it. Yeah, you were Remember? like, dude. But I'm just wondering, like, how cool it would be. But then I don't know the cost benefit of the company doing custom bats that they're not selling. Yeah. But a lot of times when a player doesn't like their bat, they'll just sign that bat and use it for charity. They're like, it feels too heavy or whatever. So, uh, And then sometimes they will ask their bat company, hey, make me 50 bats that I will give to the rangers charity or that i will give to my charity or that i'll use for let's say peace a thon yeah. or whatever that i'm not going to ever u- so I, I don't want you using your premium wood for me to use an autographed bat that i'm not going to use in the game but i was just wondering those bats look so freaking cool and how many different ideas could you come up with
2: they've showed the pencil one several times like we talked about and it's just unbelievable and i could see so many I, people wanting i that. wonder what what the the color
0: situation is that would mess up the ball off the bat the players have to see the ball off the bat
1: the yeah because
0: what if you did a lightsaber oh
1: my god mike i will but
0: then the neon part of it might they might say no it's too neony.
1: I will say this go to victus that because that is who made the pencil bat okay it's victus. that's a good
0: company i know for metal bats they're a good metal back they have
1: a, a section on there called limited by design and the victus limited series represents the intersection between expression and performance by creating exclusive limited products and a lot of them are locked in vault but mike the um they have a ton they have at least 30 it looks like that of wild really cool designs yeah. that would be awesome but i again like you said i don't know how they're getting them out there they're about 300 dollars a piece so okay. they're about $300 okay. a piece for and one of these bats.
0: That's an expensive wooden yeah. bat. And you're paying
1: for the art. You're paying for the art more than anything. But
0: even even good wood bats now, most of them, when I played, almost everybody used ash.
1: This one's a cigar. Wood. This one is oh. built like, it looks like a cigar, okay. and at the end of it, it has the, the cigar mm. ash. That you, I think you would really enjoy looking at this. Uh, I'll send you the link
0: here. I hate I when kids play in wood bat tournaments they break because something. well then you have to buy another bat yeah. and then when it does break you're like and it's not like it's 50 dollars a bat because sure. it's wood instead of sure. metal they're like yeah it's 120 bucks and you're like please don't break this bat yeah you know and and then they break the bat and and you're just like okay so now I got to spend another 120 bucks on another bat that could possibly break if they don't hit it well uh but it is what it is I want to move on to my last mic likes it My Jake played yesterday in a baseball tournament at LD Bell. It's it's a JV tournament. He did great. But what was interesting to me is the influence we have as parents, and we just sometimes – we realize it at times and don't realize it at other times. And I don't want to get into my court case. My lawyer has advised me, look, it's over, but don't get into details of it on on the radio station. But I did tell my son when I got home from it and I had to take the stand – I said a little prayer uh, before I went up there to make sure like I was speaking the truth and the truth would shine. And I won't give you what I said, but I just, I just, I, I told him specifically what I said and I believe that the truth came out, the truth shined and, and that happened. So yesterday when he had a great day pitching, he said, dad, I took your advice and I said, this isn't me pitching today, God, this is you pitching today. Thank you for letting, for oh, letting me be on the nice. mound. And this is you, this isn't me. And I was like, wow. Like, you know, the that's influence nice. we can have yeah. on a, on our children at times when we're just giving them our story and what is happening in our lives and how, whatever it is, I'm not telling you to to believe or not believe. I'm just telling you that's my faith. That's what I believe. And, it makes you feel really good as a parent that we can influence them in a negative way, too. And we hate that when our our, our traits that aren't good influence them, too. And they yeah. act in the way that we act at times when we don't want to act that way. But then when we tell them about ways that we do act in a positive way and then they're like, I really like that, and I used that way – I used it too in this way. And so it was just really cool yesterday because would I love for him to make the major leagues and win a million games as a pitcher and or get 100 home runs every year? Yeah, that would be awesome. But I'm not going to love him any more or love him any less. Yeah. I know how much he loves baseball. My dad said yesterday, watching him play, he said, I wouldn't think that's your son. I would think that's Pete Rose's son, how much fun he's having and how much he's oh, wow. talking and yelling and screaming and running on and off the field. He, he looks like it's heaven on earth for him. And honestly, it was heaven on earth for me. Like when I was at Duncanville, heaven on earth felt like playing on a baseball field. And so he is just having a blast doing it. And then, you know, there was that positive influence yesterday. So as a parent... I was just so thankful that's for him. Really and there's cool. so many times in our lives where we're like, God, I, I've done bad things where I've influenced him in a bad way. He's seen me do something that's been negative. And I'm like, gosh, am I influencing him in a negative way? Because he's seen my reaction to this, which was a bad reaction. Yeah. But then when you have a positive reaction, you tell him a positive thing. And then they use it like, Dad, I did what you did in court. And you're just like, that is awesome, buddy. You know, I love you no matter what, no matter how you do you know, athletically or whatever, I do need him to do do more of his class, you know, assignments, which is driving me insane, too. I love you. Oh, I do. Now, can that. you turn in your homework yeah. on time? So, anyways, weird Mike likes it, but I just wanted to say no, that.
2: No, I thought it was delightful. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's Tom for the C-Block starring Corey Majors. Uh, you know what? We're going to get
1: into, I have a really interesting hitting philosophy question oh. for Mike and the meal your family made growing up. That you don't make enough now, next,
2: we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone fifteens and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. new iPhone fifteens only at T-Mobile get four iPhone fifteens on us and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.